0: One of the great individual multi sport careers in Australian sport came to an end this week when Jess Duffin announced her retirement from professional cricket to her WBBL Melbourne Renegades team, family and friends, ahead of last Saturday night's MCG derby. For Jess, the winner of four World Cups, also across a 117 game international career with the Australian women's cricket team, which included being player of the finals at the ODI World Cup in 2013 and also the previous year in the the final of the ICC T20 World Cup, winning the Belinda Clark Award as Australia's leading cricketer in 2013, and a seven season participation in the AFLW. And she drew the curtain, as we said, on her elite level sporting career, announcing her retirement to team, family and friends ahead of last Saturday's MCG derby. The last three years, so much happening, giving birth to daughter Georgie, now three, and son Archie last year, he's now six months old. And the family, as we said, husband Chris and friends and her team, it was a beautiful gathering where she spoke to them all ahead of her final WBBL match at the MCG. It was great to be able to catch up and talk more all about it with Jessie today
1: yeah thanks for that um yeah i guess the emotions are it's stopped for everyone at the moment i mean we've got wbbl um final this weekend but um in terms of the renegade stuff it's all stopped so i don't feel very different at the moment um but yeah maybe in a couple of months time when it all starts to ramp up again um i might be missing out on it
0: what was it that made you feel the time was right to say goodbye last weekend
1: Uh, There was probably a number of factors. Um, I just didn't feel like my body, um, you know, was really back into shape after having Archie. Um, And I probably just didn't give myself enough time looking back. But, um, you know, the renegades are really good about it um, to try and get me into shape and everything like that. Um, and then obviously I've got two kids now so um, trying to get everything done and, and getting to training and organising daycare and um, Archie's care and everything like that um, which is getting a little bit too stressful for me so um, yeah I've decided to put the kids first and um,
0: you know be with them now. Just in terms of the emotion, the body and everything that is you, your last match at the MCG, before it got underway, you spoke to your team, the Melbourne Renegades, and it was shared on social media. The emotions there, what was it like heading into that final match, the reality of what you were talking about, your teammates, your family, your husband, Chris, your two children and friends all there as well?
1: Yeah, it was um, quite interesting because the night before I actually tried to um, write some notes down in my phone and um, when we got into the change rooms, obviously you have to give your phone in, so I didn't actually have all the notes, so... I had to try and remember what I'd written down the night before. And unfortunately for Chris, I actually forgot to mention him um, when I was mentioning everyone. So um, I had to apologize to him later, but um, yeah, I think it was just more, you know, my family's been through a lot with me in terms of um, highs and lows and the emotions of, um, you know, being playing sport at such a high level um, that I just wanted to make sure I I thanked them. And obviously Chris has been with me since I was 18. So um, a lot of it, he's been there to witness as well. So, Um, yeah, trying to get everyone in and remembering everyone, it gets quite difficult at times. But, um, you know, I was very fortunate to have one of my best mates in the room in Sarah Coit. So um, I just tried not to look at her or or my mum because mum broke down in tears. So, um, yeah, I think I looked at the ground a lot. I didn't really know how to tackle today.
2: Um, So it might take me a while to get through, but I'll try not to look at my family because they're the ones that are going to start first. And and Coitie, because, yeah, put my glasses on. (laughs) Obviously, um... After all of that, I'm, I'm here to announce my retirement. Um, it's been one hell of a journey, and um, I've loved every second of it. Um, obviously, got two kids now that um, you know, I, I want to put first. So firstly, to, to the renegades, to be able to do what I do, I need the support of our, of our hierarchy, and to have your support, Helmo, over the last three seasons, I think, we've been involved together, um, has been awesome. And and James, you've been there every step of the way to try and get me back involved somehow. To the rest of our support staff, um, I could go through you all, but there's a a whole list, but it's been a ball this year, and to be able to finish today at the MCG, um, couldn't ask for a better spot. Um, to, to obviously my family who are all here today, thank you for coming today and, and supporting me in my last game. I think 24 years, Junior and I worked out that we've been involved in, in um, high level sport, so um, it's, a, it's a very long time. Uh, to to Coidy, who's in the room today, to be able to come back and finish with one of your best mates um, you don't often get the chance to do that to, to you guys, to my teammates um, ones that are here and ones that aren't thank you so much for your support um, loved every minute of playing with the Renegades extremely fortunate to be able to stand here with you guys and and be able to run out for the very last time so thank you everyone
0: Jess Duffin our guest one of the great individual multi-sport careers in Australian sport and Jess we'll talk about your time with the Australian cricket team the winner of four World Cups in that journey in just a moment but these last few years in terms of combining playing WBBL And the AFLW, you with Hawthorne last year before you retired when the two sports overlapped. You in season seven for Hawthorne, the leading goal kicker. How how do you best wrap up these last few years in particular in combining them both?
1: Yeah, it was really hectic um, (laughs) trying to organise everything. But um, look, when Chris and I decided to start, well, to try and start to have a family, um, we didn't really consider any of our sporting aspirations. So, um, you know, it was a matter of that we wanted to start a family and whatever that looked like um, we would deal with. So, um, yeah, we kind of just planned it. Georgie took probably about eight or nine months anyway. Um, So it was just, you know, business as usual in terms of playing sport and, um, you know, going from footy training to cricket training to then coming home. Um, So nothing really changed in terms of that until obviously I did fall pregnant Um, and I guess I had probably one of the best seasons of my life um, in the Big Bash when I was pregnant with Georgie. So um, I missed out on probably playing in a World Cup, but, um, you know, I'm definitely not taking back the fact that I now have Georgie with me. Um, So, yeah, that's probably, you know, the snapshot of it all. And then um, trying to get back playing AFLW and obviously in the Big Bash, um, you know, you, you really need the support. Um, not only of your family but obviously the the organizations around you so North Melbourne um, the Renegades and and Hawthorne were absolutely fantastic in terms of trying to let me play both sports for as long as possible and then obviously last season it just wasn't possible and I thought um, you know I really wasn't done with with football and um, the way that I kind of left North Melbourne I didn't really want that to be my last um, football season so um, you know very fortunate the Hawthorne um, saw me a part of their first year and I could really finish off the way that I wanted to um, and then again this season with the Renegades so I've always felt that um, my
0: footy career was probably going to end before my cricket career and um, yeah that's probably how it worked out. Your cricket career in terms of representing Australia, 117 games in that career and the winner of four World Cups, including being player of the finals at both the T20 World Cup in 2012 and in the following year, the ODI World Cup 2013, Australia defeating the West Indies in Mumbai by 114 runs. I just looked into our archives. This is you speaking in a match report that was filed for our ABC Current Affairs program AM on ABC Local Radio.
1: Player of the match, Jess Cameron, believes it's a big turning point for the sport.
2: Yeah, definitely um, the crowds have been great so far in India and uh, I guess in Sri Lanka as well when we played the T20 World Cup you can definitely see the difference and um, you know, hopefully it gets bigger and bigger and um, the crowds continue to come in and I think that's what will generate the shift in women's cricket.
1: Waiting for the Australian players as they left the stadium were a number of young Indian fans. They say the tournament has inspired them.
2: Yeah, of course. It will inspire because in India there's not much of a sports thingy but because of these World Cups taking place here it's going to inspire a lot of players to take part in cricket.
1: The Australian women have now swept all before them. They hold the Ashes, the 2020 Championship and now the World Cup. This is Michael Edwards reporting from Mumbai for AM.
0: Oh, Jess, what is it like listening back to that and all that was happening for you at that time?
1: (laughs) I found about 11 for a start. Um, But, yeah, I think, you know, in terms of what cricket has done since then, you know, you can't really put um, into context, but, um, yeah, everyone's been so supportive of my career and, there's been crowds throughout the um, WBBL this season that um, have been bigger than ever. So, um, you know, little kids coming up to you, boys and girls, um, just wanting to talk to you about cricket and talking to you about, um, you know, my family and my kids and and stuff like that. Um, You know, it's been a real joy um, for probably the past, you know, 15 years I
0: think I've been playing in a in high level sport for cricket so um, yeah it's been enjoyable. Just thinking of India too, what are your thoughts about the WPL now in existence and in fact coming up this summer, Australia just on Christmas time itself to be travelling and playing a series in India as well?
1: Yeah, I think um, just speaking to a few of them, obviously George is in our team, I'm in, the, in the Renegades team. So just speaking to her, she's really excited about it. Um, you know, the crowds over there are going to be something extraordinary. Um, and to be able to obviously celebrate Christmas over there, um, I think they're all going to really enjoy. So, um,
0: yeah, we'll have to wait and see how, the, how they pan out and how they go against India. Would you have liked the opportunity to have been able to play more tests? Oh, yeah, look, I don't
1: think um, anyone playing cricket at the moment would, you know, give up the chance to play test cricket. Um, So I know that uh, I think there's a few more coming um, the next few seasons. So, um, yeah, definitely hope that we can see a lot more, um, not only here in Australia, but obviously overseas
0: as well. In all that you have achieved in cricket, internationally, the WBBL, the AFLW as well, is there a moment or moments that stay most with you?
1: Um, Oh, look, obviously having my kids around at the moment um, and being so raw, but um, those sort of moments I'll never forget. Um, and obviously celebrating World Cup and Ashes wins, um, always beating the Ponds is nice. So, um, But it's always off the field stuff. The friendships I've made, um, I won't lose those people now. So um, I'm very grateful for that as well.
0: Jess, it's been lovely to chat with you. I could go on and on on grandstand today. Uh, I just want to play you something before we say goodbye. But just before that... Are there next steps or are you just giving yourself some time or would you still like to be remaining involved in some capacity in sport? Yeah, it's a good question.
1: Um, A question obviously I've been asked a lot in the last week, but, um, you know, to stay involved would be great. Um, And how that looked, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I've been reaching out to a few people around the Renegades and and also the Horseman Football Club. So um, what it looks like, I'm
0: not really sure yet. But, um, yeah, just just trying to stay involved as much as I can. We wish you the very best. Your thoughts on the WBBL final, the Strikers at home to the Brisbane Heat, and then Sunday, the AFLW final North Melbourne (laughs) for the first time and up against Brisbane and all the history that Brisbane bring to that as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Look, I'll be watching. Um, I'm very envious of both or all all four teams that are in them. Um, But I think I really want the Strikers to win um, just purely because... Um, One of my best mates, Amy Satiswaite, is one of the coaches there, so um, for her to get a win as a coach um, would be really good, and then I've got so many friends at North Melbourne that I can't go past them to win on Sunday. Um, So I'm really hoping that Emma Carney can can lead her troops um, to to a premiership.
0: Jess, just before we let you go, I just wanted to bring you some words from our Beamsy and Brit podcast from early this week, Brittany Carter and Kristen Beams. And this is Kristen reflecting on you, what you have meant to her in everything that you have done and the cricketing side of your career. Honestly, I'll miss her
3: so much. We actually debuted in the same year, which is five million years ago, and I'm so much older than her. So she was an uh, she was an incredibly talented young player, but she just played with no fear. And I, I think we we talk about players that that we say, oh, they play with no fear, and and most players actually really do play with with fear. I know I certainly did, but she was just somebody who just always took the game on and never never treated it like it was more than what it was. So I always felt like she had a really incredible perspective on the game, That it, it, knowing that, yes, if you take the game on, sometimes you miss out. And that's actually okay. She was somebody who I loved spending time with, both playing for Australia and, and Victoria, because she's just always no fuss. She actually doesn't really care what, what people think about her. And again, we all wish we were like that, but it's actually a really hard thing to, to live. But I think she's one of the most authentic people that, I've ever played the game with and to, to be, she's been a player of a world cup final twice. I think to to do that is just an amazing achievement. I think to go to a world cup is amazing. I think to win a world cup is amazing, but to be the player of a final and do it twice, I think just says so much about her and to come back after each child. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure I could run to the end of my street after having a child, but, but <laughs> she's come back and played two elite sports um, to do that. And I, I just, genuinely hope she's not lost to the game I think she could be an incredible coach I think she could do anything within the the game Um, but we want to keep those players close to the game because I think those insights and she's been through the whole of professionalization and lived those experiences is that yeah we just we just can't lose them but Mm. so fun so much loves a good time um, and probably one of the best fielders, if not the best fielder in world cricket that that we've actually seen. It'll be be hard to top a, a Jess Duffin,
0: Kristen Beams. Earlier this week, Jess, uh, what was that like to listen to? Yeah, uh, Beams is one of my
1: best mates, um, and to hear that is really nice and, um, yeah, it just brings back some of those memories that we did treasure um, throughout our Victorian and Australian careers and um, it's like what I said before, you know, often the things that your your memory takes you to are the things off the field and um, certainly with Beansy, it's definitely like that. So, um, yeah, she's a very caring and kind person and I'm
0: I'm not surprised that those words came out of her mouth. (laughs) Jess Duffin, thank you so much for your time with us on Grandstand this weekend. Thank you. Thanks for having me.